What's up everyone, Trent here. I wanna to talk to you about increasing your pay, a fun subject here today. If you are a sales development rep or an account executive working in tech sales, software sales, there are three realistic paths you can take to actually start making more money in the profession. And I hope it's clear by the end of today's video which path might be right for you. Path number one is to apply for roles outside of your company at a job that will just start paying you more money. Path number two is to organically promote within your company to a higher paying role. So for example, if you're a sales development rep like I was, I started as an entry level SDR 2018, $50,000 OTE, and I promoted to a senior account executive my final year at age 26 in the corporate workforce, I made $302,000. So you can promote organically within to higher paying roles because you have larger quotas, you're working with bigger and better, more strategic customers, some more opportunity. And then path number three is just simply going to your manager, your director, your VP of sales, and asking for a pay bump, saying this is what I produce for the company, I believe I deserve more money. And you can see where the cards fall, and I have a few talk tracks you can consider using as well. If you are interested in starting your career in tech sales, go to Course Careers, which is linked below. I am the instructor, and I think you'll really like the free intro course we've put together for you. Beginning with path number one, applying for roles outside of your company. Early on in my career, I was given advice by senior leadership because one of our cultural values was one team. They said, hey, be loyal, be a good teammate. Don't look for roles outside the company because it will take you forever to climb the corporate hierarchy at another company. You'll have to build new trust, new relationships. And I realized at, at the time, I thought this advice was in my best interest, but it actually wasn't. I don't, I don't think it was at all because I didn't learn until later on that employees are numbers. And I have a personal story for you, but I wanna share a story that I saw on the news. Planet Fitness, their CEO that has been with the company for 30 years, that is more years working at a corporation than I've been alive. The CEO was just ousted and fired by the board for one reason or another. It was a, a shock to the employees. So that just demonstrates corporate loyalty, given. There's probably some details I'm missing below the surface, but if you think about it, employees are just a line item on the expense report. Organizations are looking at revenue, and then they look at expenses, which is you and I as employees, they subtract the expenses, and then that gets them to profit. They wanna maximize profit for shareholder returns, especially if it's a public company, so they don't care to fire you. You've seen all these tech layoffs. I got fired for a non-performance related issue, so think about that. Think about the loyalty these organizations have for you. So early on, I would never recommend leaving the company. That's why I stayed at my company for nearly five years. But if I were smart and I knew what I knew now, I, as soon as I would have promoted from an SDR to an account executive and, and found success after my first ramping year as an account executive, and then my quota increased, I should have looked for enterprise account executives role, roles immediately because that would have allowed me to leapfrog in my career by going and finding a better opportunity that would pay me more money and then allow me another ramping quota at a new company. So that's what I now recommend especially if you can promote to the next level up. So who this is not for is if you're a sales development rep making $70,000 a year, let's say at a random company that's a lower tier, but you're able to go to apply to a Salesforce or an Oracle, and they'll pay you $80,000 a year, but if it's the same level of SDR, if you're an SDR two, and they will pay you that much money, $10,000 more for an SDR two role, 
I don't think it's necessary, necessarily worth it. I would leave and apply to the new role if it is a new title and responsibility up paired with more money. It's not worth doing an adjacent leave. It's worth it if you can go to that next level up. And another really important question to ask yourself is what am I making today? And what is my actual income target? Do I wanna make six figures? Do I wanna make 200K, 300K? What is your actual income target? And then ask yourself, is it possible for me to hit that income target at this company? And if it's not, then you absolutely ought to consider looking at other companies that will pay you what you believe you are worth. So when you are doing this calculation of can my company pay me what I need to make, that takes us in the path number two, and this is organically promoting within your company today. This is what I built my career on the back of because I knew an SDR one on target earning 50K, an SDR two on target earning 65K, an SDR three on target earning 80K, and then an account executive level three on target earning, which is what I wanted and what I worked for my entire career, about 130K. So it took me two years to get to that point. And if you can outperform what your on-target earning is, hopefully you can get an accelerators and make a higher commission rate. And hopefully your commission rate is untapped, meaning you can make technically unlimited money. Most companies wanna cap you because they wanna control their expenses and you're just a line item on the expense report. So I would ask yourself, are account executives, are SDRs at my company today making what my desired income is? So for example, if you make $80,000 a year as an SDR three, you wanna become an account executive, you wanna make 180K a year, are account executives making that today? What percentage of reps are actually hitting quota? What percentage of reps are missing quota? How long does it take an SDR to become an account executive? What percentage of reps who have actually made that amount of money? Have you spoken with someone that's made that amount of money? Because if people are doing it, it validates that it's possible. For example, at Sales Kickoffs, we would always look at the income thresholds and they would say, we have seven people making a million dollars a year. We have 333 people making six figures a year and they would break it down. And by showing that to the sales force, it motivates everyone because they start to think, well, hey, it's, it's possible for them, it's possible for me too. So the actual practical recommendation I have for you is what is your quota right now? And then what number do you need to hit to actually promote? It's shocking to me of the reps I work with when I say, well, what is your quota? And they say, well, it kind of changes, I, I don't really know. If you don't know your number, then you have no chance of hitting it Meanwhile, if you don't know what number you have to hit in order to promote to then be eligible to start making XYZ amount of money, then you have no chance of hitting it. So you have to start writing down what is your target. And I recommend working to reach your potential, not your quota. So if they tell you, you need to set 15 opportunities a month, set a target at 20 opportunities a month, quantify it, look at it, reverse engineer your target so that you can aspire to put in daily activity because that's all you can control is winning the day ahead to then set yourself up for success, getting to that next role. And if you are looking for coaching, I do offer a limited number of coaching slots each and every week. And I have linked my coaching link down below, which is a calendar link. If you want to book time with me, we'll talk about you, your sales career, and anything you need to help set you up to make more money. Path number three is asking your leadership for more money. 
The challenge I experienced was one of our values was transparency. So they said, everyone at this level is making this amount of money, no exceptions. And the way they set it up, the way they set that up was they prevented anyone from asking for more money and they prevented from there being anomalies, meaning pay gaps between genders or different people making different amounts of money. So it was actually very smart organizationally. So you couldn't really go to them and say, I wanna be paid more money because they would just come back to you and say, well, we've clearly defined the pay thresholds. If you want more money, you need to promote to that next level. So if your organization structured like that, this probably will not work. But what I will say is you can still ask for promotions even if you have not hit the number. Multiple times, I would reach out to the actual sales manager on the enterprise account executive team and just say, look, I have not hit my target yet. This is what I've achieved. My goal is to get to your team. Can we make that happen early? And, you, and, and you'd be surprised. They make some exceptions, especially if it gets to a point where you're willing to leave and you're a valuable producer on the team. So they would rather just give you more money, give you the promotion than you leaving. I know examples where there were senior leaders in my company that wanted to leave and the company say, hey, we'll give you a million dollars in stock equity to stay, but it's gonna vest over the next three years. Do you wanna take the offer? And they will say, yes, of course I wanna take the offer. So recognize, Everything is negotiable, and if you are a valuable member to the team, then they are much more likely to make exceptions. So when you do go to your leadership asking for more money, show up very, very put together with, this is how much revenue I have closed. Over the last 365 days, calendar year, year to date, I have made 50,000 cold calls, I have set XYZ meetings, I've generated XYZ amount of pipeline, resulting in this much revenue, this is how much I've been paid, and based on my performance, I believe I deserve a 20% pay increase. I believe I deserve da-da-da. And when you go to them, you need to either draw a clear line in the sand, this is what I want, let me know what you think. And if they don't get back to you, then maybe they don't respect you or your interest or value your contributions, which then could lead you to path number one, let me seek out alternative roles. So be very conscious. If you go to them, just recognize it may get to a point where your leverage is you deciding to leave. So if they want to keep you, if you believe you're an incredible contributor, then just note that you have a lot more leverage than someone who's been missing quota. You have no time or place to go ask for more money. So the whole, entire bottom line in this video is you control your destiny in sales. If you are a producer, you can promote within your company and make more money like I did. Or if you're a producer and you just want to accelerate your career, use that track record to then go apply to other companies while you are still employed because that will set you up for much greater success. Go to Course Careers now to start your tech sales career and you'll find a $50 discount in the link I provided below. I'm the instructor. If you have any questions, let me know in the comments. This video was made based on a comment I got yesterday. I put out new videos each and every day, so if you have a specific question, I will make it into a video if I think it could be an interesting video. And if you thought today's video was interesting, hit the thumbs up button now.